With every great relationship comes conflict. Now that might sound surprising, but when we fight right, actually our marriages are stronger on the other mm -hmm. side of it. This is Gabe and Melissa Kolstad. We're here with Marriage Monthly and we're excited to talk to you today about how to fight right. And it kind of reminds us of that movie. I don't know if you've seen it, um, Couples Retreat. Vince oh Vaughn, goodness. hilarious. Those guys getting some it's serious It's funny, fights. but it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because you have these four couples and they all show up at this couples retreat place, which is supposed to help their marriage. But they get there and they're a total train wreck, right? They're fighting, yeah. cheating on each other, controlling, rude. And it's an absolute nightmare. And then, of course, in true Hollywood style at the end, they all come together and everything's fine. That's <laughs> yeah. not always the case in these relationships and marriages. A lot of times it's a lot harder than that. And it takes a lot more effort and time than a week away at the couple's sure. retreat and Hollywood, but it's a, it's a funny movie, but it's kind of sad at the same time to see how that can really happen in a relationship and how fighting can just escalate to the point of uh, failure in a marriage and giving yeah. up. And so that's the hardest part about that. Yeah, so. it really is. And we were thinking about that first part of the creation where God yeah. created Adam and Eve. And in Genesis chapter two, verse 24, it says, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and the two are united into one. And uh, we've talked many times about how when two become one, sparks, sparks are going to fly. fly. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So Melissa's going to share a little bit about how we get started on how to fight right. All right. Point number one, don't make everything a big deal. I know a lot of couples that really struggle with this. Everything's dramatic. Everything's a big deal. You yeah. looked at me wrong. You said that. Did you mean this? You're so mean. You're so rude. And it's constant name calling, constant mean, mean to each other. And everything's explosive. You feel like you're walking on eggshells, right? And I know couples like that. And it's frustrating. I love Matthew 5, 9. It says, God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Work for peace. Isn't it interesting mm. that God says work because it's not always easy to have a peaceful relationship. That's and sometimes good. you have to put effort into it and it does take work and intentionality. So how do you know what to take seriously and what to let go of? One of the things that we've always talked about is we pick our battles. You gotta pick them. Not everything should be explosive. Take a breather once in a while. Take two steps back. Take a breath. That usually helps. <laughs> it's hard though in conflict. Yeah, don't make everything a big deal. Let yeah. some stuff roll off. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes you just got to let it roll. Um, sometimes I'm the problem. I'm in a bad mood. Most of the time I would say I'm the problem and I need a snack <laughs> well, and a nap. I wasn't going to say anything, yeah. but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> no, but seriously, I just know that um, it's really a struggle sometimes. And you, there's a couple things that drive me crazy about Gabe. And I can't major on him. Yeah. Sometimes he chews so loud, it's unbearable. I, that is a birth defect. <laughs> I tell him his cheeks are too thin. I don't know. <laughs> and then another one is that how can he walk into bed, crawl into bed, and be asleep in one minute, literally snoring next to me, and I'm there for another hour just fighting and fighting to go to sleep. Guilty those conscience. Kind of, it, guilty conscience. <laughs> but those kind of things can really drive you crazy after a while. If you major on them and you make yeah. them a big deal, and you're like, oh, you're so annoying, and then that's what you're majoring all the time, and then that becomes a huge deal. When you know it's not supposed to be a big deal, it's not worth it. So sometimes I'm the problem. So sometimes you just got to... Pick your fights. Don't make everything a big deal. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and I like what you said about snack and a nap. And yes. how true, that's so true. Like, oh my gosh, sometimes yeah. it's, we're just in the wrong frame of mind yeah. and we do make it a big deal. And um, I, I love the idea of pausing, yeah. taking a breath, 
Go for a little walk. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Go get, get a fudgesicle. Yeah, fudgesicle. <laughs> yeah, a little sugar maybe. <laughs> but uh, that's really great. Second thing that we've learned about how to fight right is to be honest. Yeah. You know, to be honest with each other in, in the relationship and whatever it is that's causing the conflict. Be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Proverbs twenty four twenty six says, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Yeah. And we all appreciate that sort of honesty. Nobody wants to be in a fake relationship, especially right. a marriage relationship that's fake, where you can't get the truth out of the other person. And mm-hmm. so a couple things we should be honest about. First would be, be honest about the way that you feel about the conflict, you know, about the thing that's going on. I mean, uh, one, I, I suppose honesty does not mean um, brutality. Right. You know, sometimes people... S- only approach to honesty is brutal honesty, where there's just gloves off, no holds yeah. barred, just, you know, no tact, no timing, no, none of that stuff. It's just boom. And that's not what we're talking right. about. So it's not, we don't want to overstate, mm-hmm. you know, the case. We don't want to understate the case if something's going on. We want to, we want to be accurate, you know, and, and, and really say what's going on. And it reminds me of something that keeps happening with us that I've been meaning to bring up, which was oh, that. <laughs> At night, a lot of times when we're in bed, um, and our dog has been getting old, and yeah. so she's kind of needy now. It feels like we have another toddler yes. in the house. And so we're both probably a little cranky about that. But at nighttime, when our dog comes into our room and is whining, um, she always goes to Melissa's side of the bed. So she and likes so me the most. She does. I know. <laughs> um, and so Melissa will then reach over to the dog, like down toward the floor. And what Melissa doesn't realize that she's doing <laughs> Is she's literally yanking, yanking the, the covers the, completely off of me. I know I'm doing me. that. I'm trying not 100%. to. hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm sitting there, you know, food, shelter, and clothing are like the basic necessities of life, right? Mm-hmm. And she's literally taking away my shelter in that moment. And it's it's devastating I'm every time. Care of the dog. Three, four times a night. I'm just sitting there peaceful. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, you know, now I'm out under the elements and... <laughs> You know, it's it's uh, so dramatic. Yeah, so dramatic. But sometimes don't we do that in conflict where we're like we yeah. we overstate it because maybe right. we're trying to negotiate. We're trying to get a certain point, so we go. I'm gonna act like it was a bigger deal. So maybe then the response will get to the thing I'm actually after. Mm. We're not in business. We're not negotiating. Right. This is a marriage uh, supposed to be about love, and the Bible says, "Speak the truth in love." Love. Yeah. One way that uh, we've learned to be honest about the way we feel is called X Y Z. We learned it from Lesson Leslie Parrott. They're so great. X Y Z says in situation X, when you do Y, I feel Z, and so it's important to 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 get that skill of how do I honestly say something that I'm feeling without overstating it. But if I'm focusing on mm-hmm. you did this, I'm not mad at you. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not putting you down. I'm saying this happened. You did this in situation X when you do Y, I feel Z. And it's just an honest statement about, you know, the thing that's going on. So that's important that we learn how to be honest about that. We also need to be honest about our part in the conflict. If you did something that contributed to the problem that's happening, then, um, you know, take the high road and um, and be honest about it. Um, we recently uh, had this moment with a barbecue where uh, I, I was trying... <laughs> it wasn't that funny, but it was kind of funny. Anyways, I was trying to get a barbecue for our church because I thought it'd be fun to have one for the summer. And so um, somebody graciously purchased one yes. for us. And I just... All I had to do was figure out how to get it from Home Depot to the church, which was, you know, like kind of for some reason hard. And so I was probably talking out loud about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there was the question about the utensils and the propane tank and the cover, cover and all that stuff. And so Melissa and I were texting about it. And then I said, I got the barbecue. And she said, 
did you get the cover and the utensils and the tank? And I shot back via text. I shot back, I don't need to be babysitted or something like that. I've got this covered. You know, something like that was kind of rude. And I didn't mean it like that, but I, I, but I did, but I was rude. And so I, I thought about it and then I paused and I was like, shoot, she probably, re- that's not going to be good later when she reads that and thinks that I'm getting on her case about trying to help me. Anyways, it was one of those moments where I had to backtrack and, and go like, I didn't mean to say it like that. I love when you help me. And, you know, just that I actually but do have this part covered. One of the things that's good though, is I did read that and I didn't respond. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Because that's how a big cycle of arguing happens, especially on text with your spouse, is that you read something and they're just going off the cuff and you get offended and then it starts rolling into this really negative and it becomes this huge snowball of a fight and it's not worth it. Like two minutes later, he was like, wait, I didn't mean it like that. And I'm like, it's cool. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> and it never even came up again until this very moment right yeah, here. Yeah, so, I know. I'm shocked. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. It's good. Um, anyways, so uh, one of the things that we can do in that moment, we're trying to be honest. Here's what you basically need to say. I'm sorry I was only thinking of myself. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if we would just come out and say it like that, I and mean, that's going to diffuse every possible, you know, emotion in the other person to go, oh, okay, you recognize that you crossed the line or did something insensitive. That's pretty much all any of us want yeah. is that acknowledgement, and then we can cool down. So that's how to fight right. Be honest. All right. And number three is believe in each other. This one I'm really passionate about. First mm-hmm. Corinthians 13, 7 says, Nev- love never gives up. It never loses faith. It It is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And I love that. That's the like cliche First Corinthians yeah. 13 wedding verses. Yep. But how powerful is that? And so thinking of believing in each other, there's a few ways you can do that. It's by supporting each other. Gabe is a pastor at Westside Community Church, but also he started a multiply PDX church planting thing. He's a part of a coaching network for churches. He does a lot of extra things. He likes to write. He's written a few books. There's a lot going on with this guy. (laughs) And I can sit back and complain that there's extra things pulling his attention, or I can be supportive and involved with him. So I think being supportive is a huge way that you believe in each other is just being supportive of each other. And I'll, I'll, I'll support you in what you adventure to do and also trusting each other. I know no matter what that Gabe has my back. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that one bit. And I hope every marriage listening right now, I hope you know that you have each other's backs. When you don't, you got to get to that place, go to counseling, figure it out. Cause that's, vital is that you can trust each other. And another one is be each other's cheerleader. Um, I was not a cheerleader, though I have a lot of energy and some people think I am. I was. (laughs) But I want to be Gabe's first supporter. So at church, when he teaches, I'm on the front row because I support him and I trust him and I am his number one cheerleader. Nobody else is going to support him and cheer him on more than me. And so I think a lot of couples really need that in their relationship. They need to know that each other have each other's back and that they are number one supporters. I don't think that happens enough. I agree. And real quick, uh, uh, one of the things that I love that you do is you give me these mental images of your support. And so, you know, there's this test sometimes you can do with your relationship. You go like, close your eyes and think of the other person. What do you see? And what I see is Melissa on the front row cheering me on. (laughs) And that makes it easy to minimize conflict Mm -hmm. so that it's like, it's not that big a deal if something comes up because when I close my eyes and picture my wife, I picture her on the front row cheering me on. So it's like, no, that's a supportive, positive thing. Yeah. So sorry to interrupt you. No, and that's really how you you fight right Mm -hmm. is that you can have a, a great conversation and really work through an issue 
because you know you have each other's back. He knows I believe in him. I know he believes in me and wants what's best for me. So we don't need to have explosive blowouts to get each other's Mm -hmm. point across. That's not what needs to happen. So when you believe in each other, you won't fight as much. You are so busy believing in each other and supporting each other that you don't want to hurt each other. And I think that's really important. That's really good. So how do you get past this then? What do you what do you do next is you make up and move on? That's the mm-hmm. way that you move past a conflict. That's yeah. how conflict can become something that we're not focused on. In fact, uh, maybe you think about, are you looking more out the, the rear view mirror or are you looking mm-hmm. more out the windshield? And most of the time, when there's conflict involved, we just start looking only at the rearview mirror yep. to look back at. You did this. You did you this. Said this. This reminds me of the last time this happened. Yep. You know, hey, you know, in fact, 17 times last month. Just <laughs> you know, I've got them written down in my journal. But a lot of times, that's how uh-huh. marriages get so difficult. Is yep. that we just we just want to stay back in the past, but we've got to make up and move on. You know, Paul the apostle, he said this. He said, "I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead." Mm-hmm. And so uh, what we need to do is then let our commitment be bigger than our conflict, yep. you know? Don't be caught up in, in you know, who's going to be right. And I love the idea of fix the issue, not the person, yes. you know? And when, when you get into conflict, it's, I think it's important to picture yourselves on the same side mm-hmm. of the table and conflict, you know, the issues on the other side. We're not each other's enemy. Right. Whatever it is that we're trying to get right, that's the enemy. Or whatever keeps, you know, rearing its ugly head, that's the enemy. Sometimes it might be finances. Sometimes it might be, um, uh, it might be something from the past that has come up. But we got to deal with it. We got to put that thing on that side of the table. We're on the same side of the table. We're on the same team. That's right. And we're looking forward. You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to look forward if you don't have anything to look forward to. And I think that's important for us to to plan things and to imagine our future together. We always mm-hmm. joke. Well, it's not really a joke. I actually think I might live to be 121. And if I do, and she lives to be 120, then we will have been married 100 years. Right. And we're going to have our anniversary we in Rome. Yeah, yeah. In 2095, 100-year <laughs> anniversary. But I mean, we but we've, we're thinking, we have all these things mapped out of we want to do, you know, all these places we want to go together, things we want to accomplish together. Um, things we want to achieve together, mm-hmm. um, memories we want to make together, things we want to see our kids do, you know. And so we it's hard to look forward if you don't have something to look forward to. And I think that's important to just go, let's don't spend so much time in the conflict that we forget why we got together in the first right. place to in enjoy life together mm-hmm. in our future. Yeah. So um, I like how Paul said, looking forward to what lies ahead. And one of the things about making up, and you, you've heard it, people say, make up sex. <laughs> and I wonder if Paul was talking about that a little bit, looking forward to what lies ahead. I don't know. It might be possible. Probably not. Probably, probably not, not from the Apostle Paul. But, <laughs> Good try. but in marriage, it's fine. <laughs> um, so wh- I think we hope that you all pick up and that we continue to pick up ourselves is that their fighting is not bad in marriage. Right. The Even the word fight sounds violent, yeah. you know? But it's really just disagreeing, and we can disagree agreeably. That's how you fight right, is mm-hmm. disagree agreeably and disagree with a resolution in mind and disagree with the relationship intact and with one another still as, you know, the honored person in your life that you love yeah. and want to be with. Yeah, and I feel like when you do work through a disagreement or a fight, um, coming out on the other side should feel more peaceful. Mm-hmm. You should feel like something was resolved and you're in a better place. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you've worked through an issue. 
Absolutely. And you accomplished something. You got through one. And in some ways, you can put that up on the wall as a trophy. Like, hey, remember, we we overcame. Building a muscle. Yeah, we're building a muscle. <laughs> that means we're getting stronger. So thanks for taking some time to chill with us. Uh, we hope that it's been fun for you and want to invite you to subscribe to uh, the podcast and to share it with people that you know and to join us again for next month's episode.